Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Souchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. That fanfare is for none other than Patrick James Stephen Ricey returning to Sports Talk live from Southwest Florida. I've gone to Australia for Olympics and not missed as much radio as I just missed right <laughs> now. It's uh, I, I'm back, though, and uh, we're here for uh, the rest of the uh, spring. I'm in Fort Myers right now. Uh, it's in the 70s today, a little cloudy. It's been cold down here, just like everywhere else in the uh, country, but it's uh, it's warming up a little. They got the new netting in at uh, Hammond Stadium, so you can't get hit with a foul ball behind. Uh, they just put it in today behind the dugouts, and uh, there was a little more damage down here than they let peop- let on at the stadium. Uh, but they thought it was kind of tacky to complain about sure, damage yeah. damage at a ballpark, so they just said minimal damage. But uh, the stands are fine. Everything's fine. Uh, I see there's uh, very few advertising boards. I don't know if they just don't put them up later or what, but the press box got the hell beat out of it, and they uh, they have rebuilt it now. So. But you know that one big area of the press box that has all the electronics and that stuff? Mm-hmm. That's the one window that didn't blow out. So they really? didn't lose. They didn't lose all those computer computers and all that other stuff. The scoreboard stayed up. There was a little damage on the third floor and some stuff blown over here and there. I guess the Red Sox got a little worse. But as I said, uh, you know, when they're still trying to get electricity on at the hospitals, you yep. can't say, "Hey, get over here and fix our ballpark." <laughs> we so, need uh, some roofers over here. So they were just winding her down uh, to de- uh, the, right now. They're it looks like they're finished up here now. But when I was here last week. They were still working on the press box. Well, worst thing though, Friday, when I was here Friday, both elevators were out. Oh no! So my uh, my annual spring trek up the steps came <laughs> early this year. Came early this year to an empty stadium. Well, biggest yes. question then, Patrick, is uh, how is the Gladden beer fridge in the press box? It. Uh, I came up today, checked it. Saw was open and then went out and bought my Diet Coke. Attaboy. So I'm ready to roll. boy. I am ready to roll. The uh, the fridge is uh, back in, and I was very worried about that. Didn't know what I was going to do. Now, <laughs> I wanted to talk before we get going. I don't know how much you did this with Hauser. But, Rook, you and I are right now talking to the most optimistic, overconfident man in America. A beautiful wife. <laughs> two children mm-hmm. and for no reason on god's green earth yep he flies to jacksonville yep to see the worst nfl playoff game ever played and it was the predictably the worst nfl it wasn't like you got there and were surprised that both teams basically stunk right it was you knew going in reavers yep how do you get away with these things? You know, it's it's interesting. Uh, successful negotiating is <laughs> is one of the things I've been well, pretty good you, at. What did you do? Was steal a diamond bracelet no. or some damn yeah. thing? Here's how I negotiated the plan with the bride. I said, "Here, okay. here's the deal, hon. Uh, I got a ticket waiting for me with 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 people that she knows." And I said, "I'm in morning of, and I'm out that mm-hmm. night. I'm I'm in and I'm out. I'm go I'm flying oh. in. I'm going to the game and I'm coming back home." A lot of bills flat, 
fans on that flight back to Minneapolis? Patrick, I actually, so I ended up flying really late Saturday and I arrived early on Sunday. Okay. On my Minneapolis, so I flew to Orlando, drove up yeah. from drove yeah. up to Jacksonville. Sure, that makes sense. On my flight, well, because you couldn't get a direct flight <laughs> yeah, to Jacksonville. Right. Okay. So on my flight to Orlando, there were 15 people that were there to go to the game who sure. either flew from, whether they flew from Buffalo or other parts of the country, I have no idea. But the Bills fans basically terrorized Jacksonville for a whole weekend, right? That poor city had no <laughs> idea what was about to hit them. It was almost like a tropical storm that, that was not being forecast at all. I couldn't oh. believe it. They they absolutely took over that city. And and I I told this to Rook and to Manny, who's in here too. I told them before this, you know, when you when when I was getting into town and you'd kind of walk around the stadium beforehand and go to the various lots. They all knew they probably weren't going to win, but they were just treating this like a vacation. Or as, <laughs> as the superstar told me off the air, they treated this like a bowl game. It, it, was couldn't, just, it couldn't be more than 40 degrees, though, right? It, I mean, was, it was cold down here. It was cold when I, I got to town at about 2 o'clock, yeah. 3 o'clock in the morning yesterday, and uh, it warmed up to about 56, I think, during the course mm-hmm. of the game, but... They the didn't ones, care. The ones that were very cold, Patrick, uh, they decided they would warm up by um, jumping onto tables and splitting them in half. My favorite. Yes, I saw that. Oh. <laughs> so my favorite uh, they, was. They make, they make Bears fans look like just good citizens. <laughs> really, so they do. You've been to the, the Jacksonville football stadium, correct? Yes, I have. So that no, where you're right before you get to the waterfront where those freeways kind of go over on top of the bridge there. Underneath that part where there's that giant grassy area ahead of that bay, they essentially had to turn that into a parking lot to accommodate how many people were coming to this game. Mm-hmm. So I pull up in my rental car and I just, and she said, oh, you know, it was, it was 30 bucks. She said, park over here. I'm like, oh, can you put me in a spot where I'm not going to get wedged in because there's a decent chance I'm going to leave just before the game ends? And she says, fine, just go park over there. Well, I parked, so I parked more towards the front entrance. <laughs> And I kind of walked around to get a little sense of what was going on. The the grills were already going. The, the guys were playing football. Oh. The 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 kegs were already tapped. And I could sense that the security of the area, Pat, was was getting a bit frantic. So when I walked up to the front, the gal who was running the operation that took my money when I first parked looked at me, saw that I was wearing a Bills hat, and she said, "What's wrong with you people?" <laughs> and I said, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Because on the on the CV before she said that, she goes." What do you mean they started a bonfire? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And then jumped into it, probably. Sacrificed humans. Right. We only lost two Bill fans. That's okay. So she looked at me and she said, what's wrong with you people? I said, well, let me ask you a question, ma'am. Did you tell them they couldn't start a bonfire? (laughs) Right. She said, well, no. I'm like, sorry, this one's on you. (laughs) I got to tell you, the first time I was in the Gator Bowl, and this place... Is re they rebuilt the Gator Bowl basically? They redid the whole thing. I think it's the same stadium though, but yeah. they've put a lot of money into it. Because I think it was when the Jack when they announced mm-hmm. that the Jaguars were going to be an expansion team, they decided mm-hmm. to like redo the stadium. Okay, or something like yeah. That. yeah. The first time I was there was I was on my way to the Nebraska Miami game, the the Great Orange Bowl game after the '83 season, and Iowa was playing Florida in the Gator Bowl. Uh, and I stopped there. That was a really good Iowa team that ran into Wilbur Wilbur Marshall and Neil Anderson and got run out of the building. But the there was probably forty thousand Iowans there, and the toilets froze up. 
Ooh. Oh. Nobody Whoops. could use the toilets. Oh, that's not good. There was some makeshift toiletry going on uh, <laughs> in that stadium. It and was, he poured uh, in the storm. And, and could you imagine the Bills fans oh, with, my God. without toilets? Pat, that could really be bad. I was in an area that we had our own bathroom, and we still had a line that was down the <laughs> aisle. But my favorite story of, of the trip, and I made Manny Hill wait for this one. So before the game, my good friend Ryan and I, along with his two buddies, we had on-field access to do this kind of like meet and greet and whatever. So the four of us were walking down there. So he and I were fine. His two buddies had been um, over-served. <laughs> oh, no. Since All about, evening long? About since about, yes, basically since they got to town on Friday. But they, they started tailgating at 7 a.m. Oh. Mm-hmm. Legendary Jaguars quarterback David Gerard was there doing, with, along with, I'm assuming it was his wife, yeah. and they were doing kind of this really cool fan meet and greet and whatnot. Yeah. And, and these two guys, these two Bills fans were like, they pull out their phones because they want to get a, a picture. <laughs> with Dave Gerard. And so they, they snap a photo, which I'm sure wasn't in focus and whatnot. And like, oh, you're the, you're the greatest. <laughs> I just, you're so great. And he walks away and he goes, Man, I can't believe we got our picture with Byron Leftwich. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I like oh, I said, no. Nah, well, okay. you can tell us. What the hell? Might as well be Byron and I, Leftwich. And I thought, should I tell him or should I just <laughs> no, let it happen? Let it happen. Well, there, there are some radio shows in this country, radio outlets, that used their minimal travel budgets to go cover the New Orleans uh, game last night, which uh, Carolina game, which was one of the great playoff games in recent years. Yep. We, however, That's right. scooped the world. We were at Jacksonville and Buffalo. <laughs> we, we, we scooped the world. We were at Jacksonville and Buffalo, which, if you were a football fan, almost made you puke. Oh, God, it was, it was so awful. bad. Blair, Blake Bortles is a single-wing Running quarterback, he, he's the worst. He had he's more rushing. He had more rushing yards than yes. passing yards yesterday. Yes. It was terrible. He throws sinker balls. You he guys, throws sinker balls. He throws a he throws a fork ball. You want to know how bad the offensive production was yesterday <laughs> on that? They have two gigantic scoreboards on both end zones of that field, and on the side, they would show you the statistics throughout the game. Yes. Before halftime, this is, I'm not making this up, they took them down. Really? Well, they had, I think, a combined 20 yards of offense at the end of the first quarter. That's how awful that game was was, yesterday. It was brutal. (laughs) All right, we'll be back. Uh, The uh, winter home of the Ride with Ricey, Hammond Stadium. Pretty quiet down here, although the fantasy people, uh, the fantasy players are here, and the baseball organization meetings are here. So, uh uh, there, it's actually over on the other side. There's quite a bit of business, and we might be able to get a couple of Twins guests this week because the org meetings are down here. We'll be back. Now for the next 10 minutes, you're going to hear a story about my aunt's 80th birthday party. Oh, good. The church yesterday and how I drove up the night before and drove back after the party. And <laughs> really? How fascinating and interesting it was. Kenny, I was uh, wait, asked she turned about 80? The... <laughs> I was asked about being drunk in the park. I asked him about being there with the Bills fans, yeah. sir. Yeah, he took that one and ran, didn't he? <laughs>
Kenny, you got to hang with these people. They're right on. Uh, they're Alexandria oh. at its finest, man. They yeah. would ban them from Alexandria. <laughs> are you are you pro jumping on tables from say on top of a uh, a porta potty and, and and breaking it in the middle? <laughs> About thirty five years ago. Okay, yeah. you've been there, done that. Is what Kenny said. Kenny, the best. There's a video that I posted to the Sports Talk page. It's it's highlights of the Bills Mafia. And, and their antics set to the Titanic theme song. I'm seeing Bill's Mafia. I'm seeing a lot of belly jiggling oh, going yeah. on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big old heavy male bosoms. <laughs> a lot of sweating. I was up there for two or three uh, AFC title games. And uh, when the parking lots around there were basically fields rather than... Uh, uh, pavement and it would snow a little and you get the mud so they were out there drunk in the mud at 11 30 at you know for like eight hours that's and, dedication and then they would clop in there and puke on each other it was wonderful that was 30 years ago that sounds like kenny at first avenue yes buffalo really that, that's that whole area is just a third world country <laughs> oh, with snow with snow it has turned into one all right guys we've uh Everybody's had a few uh, laughs at the expense of Central Florida claiming to have won the national championship, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Having a party for it and all of that. Uh, Now, it certainly is uh, kind of preposterous and ridiculous, but I wanted to bring this up. In 1984, BYU went 13-0 and was declared the national champions by both the Associated Press and UPI. Okay. They they clinched their perfect season by beating Michigan, which was a 5 and 4 team from the Big 10 and ended and was 6 and 5 overall, had lost 26 to nothing to Iowa. Uh, got beat by Ohio State 21 to 6. Hell, they only beat the Gophers 31 to 7. And they played them in the Holiday Bowl. BYU's wins were against a good pit team to start the year. Then Baylor, which was terrible then. Tulsa, Hawaii, Colorado State, Wyoming, they beat 41-38. to Air Force, 30-25. to New Mexico, UTEP, San Diego State, Utah, Utah State, and Michigan. And what I'm, my point is, BYU, with... A worse resume than Central Florida was voted national champions back then when we didn't have a playoff. So we should be thankful for the playoff because they wouldn't even put BYU in the playoff with that resume. And they they claimed to be the national champions of 1984. So there, Central Florida's thing is not quite as stupid as it sounds. So it's not that far-fetched. No, it's not. They beat uh, Central Florida beat Auburn. Auburn beat both Georgia and Alabama. Then, of course, Georgia uh, then came back and beat Auburn in the uh, SEC title game. But this system we have now gets a lot of abuse, but it uh, gets uh, four good teams in the finals and gives us some kind of a playoff. And going, you are not rewarded just for going unbeaten, no matter who your competition was. you got to beat somebody with this system, which is a is a good system and uh, has led to a fine title game tonight, even though Alabama's going to kick the hell out of it. I agree, and and I'm, I'm okay with it, too. And I was completely in support of what UCF did, only because anybody that gives a giant middle finger to the NCAA, I always <laughs> except, fully support. Except the NCAA is not well, you kn- is the college I know, football but you know what playoff. I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Well, the Power Five guy. Yes. So, anyway, 
that was, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I was, uh, by the way, you look at the BYU stars of that team, Robbie Bosco was the quarterback. That wasn't even one of their great quarterback teams that we ended up voting them the national champion. So uh, the, the voting system, listen, our last national championship by the Gophers, they lost a regular season game to Purdue. They were 8-1, and one, and then they had the vote. And then they went out and lost the Rose Bowl to uh, Washington. So they're eight and two, and we can claim it as a national championship. Voting was not the way to go. This is this is pretty good. So anyway, this this uh, I like the fourteen playoff. You got to be uh, great to get in there. We don't have to mess around with that first week of. Uh, you can still play your silly bowl games. You can still play the uh, Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl and all those when they're not in the regular rotation. Everybody has a good time, and the four bowl and the four team system works, I believe. But isn't that always been the? Uh, it's controversy in college. Just find out uh, who is the champion, and they don't. Ha- and finally, with the playoff oh, yeah. stuff, but now. There's still controversy, even with the uh, playoff system. Well, there was a story I ran across that ran a number of years ago. From 1946 to 1998, there were only five national titles that were not claimed by more than one team. Oh, really? In other words, yes, like. The year that we were the national champions in 1960, I think Mississippi, Old Miss, also claimed the national championship that year. For, <laughs> for some, they won some poll or some award or something like that. The all-timer was when they had the Texas-Arkansas game and Nixon showed up to give the uh, Nixon showed up to give the 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 chief uh the commander in chief trophy to the winner of that game and i can't remember who the other uh, penn state was very upset because they were also unbeaten and wanting to claim the national championship so let's play it on the field which they're doing tonight that's fine all right sir well you uh you settled down there in southwest florida we're gonna break away quickly and uh Right now at David's Bridal, select gowns originally three to six hundred dollars are now ninety-nine dollars. Plus twenty dollars off bridesmaid dresses. Be your own bride. Only at David's Bridal. Sale ends January 17th. Used to spend my nights out in the How's that, King? Thank you very much, Matthew. I apologize for cutting you off. Here's your copy back. Here's Mr. Height. Thank you, Patrick. That's what we call in the biz a make good. Yeah, make good on that. We get a little rusty, a little rusty here. (laughs) I was wondering what that was about. Yes, Pat was calling for what is the mayhem. You left me a little confused down here, but you're not the only one. I left myself confused. It's sunny, and uh, we're up to 36 degrees now. In wow, you're half as hot as it is here. <laughs> Your tweet the other day was spectacular. <laughs> Been a rough one in the fort. Haven't taken the top down in a couple yeah. of weeks. In a week. I or in a week. Top down in a week. Vikings. Down now, though. Yeah, I saw yesterday you tweeted, uh, everything's oh, okay. How much water is, <laughs> is it waterlogged or no? <laughs> no, no, we, we put her up when we park it now. We learned our lesson okay. last year. But, yeah, I said nightmare is over, yep. top down. Yeah. <laughs> Vikings will play the Saints in the second round of the NFC playoffs. Saints earning that trip here with a win over Carolina yesterday. It's a 340 game on Sunday afternoon. Let me make a statement about the Saints. That little SOB was as good Sunday as I've ever seen him. Which Breeze. one? 
Brees. Oh, yeah. Manny yeah. made some throws. Did you, Manny? Did you think so? Uh, Manny's, Manny's grabbing some audio. Manny's grabbing some audio. But, Man, a lot. Yeah, the, made the, some throws. The one in the fourth quarter, too, where he rushed to the right side of the pocket, that was that was about yeah. as good as it gets right there. How about the one where he threw it out there to the, was it the tight end, Hooper, and the ball was, he lobbed it out there, and the ball was in the air for about four seconds. The guy turned around and, whoop. It's like yeah. it was in slow motion as the yes. ball is in the air. Yeah. So Manny's good. Are you saying they have a shot against the Vikings? Oh yeah. Well, but they dragged about two of their offensive linemen off the field. If they uh, if their offensive line is banged up, they don't have a chance. Yeah. But if it, if it is, they they got a shot. Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James in town tonight for a game against the Wolves. The Wolves are twenty five and sixteen. They're in first place by two and a half games in the Northwest Division in the Western Conference. As far as the Wild goes, they don't play until tomorrow, but we found out today uh, Captain Miko Koivu, he's got the flu, like a lot of other people. Oh. He may miss that game tomorrow against Calgary. Is it, is it sweeping the uh, metro oh, area, Patrick, let me tell you, I was tripping like I've never tripped before. <laughs> uh, you lose it out of both ends for about 8 to 12 hours, and then it's uh, bouts of freezing cold or really sweaty wow. hot, With uh, and all you can do is sleep for about 48 hours. And How about... Oh my God! The dreams. Oh wow! <laughs> like a Grateful Dead concert. It's just how about awful. the uh, How about the inoculations we received earlier? They they don't fight this strain mm, of the flu I or what? I don't partake in those. Okay, well, <laughs> but you lose some weight though, don't you, Kenny? Mm-hmm. You lose a little weight, yeah. That's not bad. yeah. And don't even think about making it to the uh, bathroom. You're going to need a <laughs> you're gonna need a bucket right next to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're such a romantic, yeah. right? Oh, it was just awful. My whole Christmas vacation was spent sick. The whole really, thing. yeah, yeah. That'll teach you to take so much time off. You know why? <laughs> God, God hates me. <laughs> That's true. News notes from today: Minnesota has been named the second best state in the U.S. in which to raise a family. Uh, by the website WalletHub.com. Uh, indicators they used include the term uh, family friendliness. That includes family fun, health and safety, education and child care, affordability, and socioeconomics. Daddy drinks because you cry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John. Yes. What's the, uh, you know, what's the background of this WalletHub.com? What makes them experts? Uh, they do these. Uh, uh, what's their legitimacy? They've actually been doing them for about 10 years. Uh, different. Okay. They always do the city ones. How like do they gain livability, All that kind of thing. <laughs> that I don't okay. know, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, in case you're wondering, Massachusetts. And uh, we finished right so, behind so They don't take into effect uh, taxes paid, then, I take it. <laughs> they don't take in the most important thing in Joe Suture's life, well, that's right? That's correct. <laughs> it's all based on bike lanes. <laughs> By the way, I, I I almost stopped the other day, and then there was a car behind me. I was going to take a photo and res- tweet it out of, this is what we call a bike lane in, full, in Florida. It's about like <laughs> seven inches wide with a white stripe there, and these guys are wobbling down there. <laughs> and traffic going by at about 65, yes, right? Yes, paying no attention to them. Speaking of that, Pat, those pe- you were right. People in Florida are insane when they're on the freeway. I got, well, I got, I left the airport. I'm going about 75 and a 70, and it was like I was standing still at about two in the morning on Saturday. Uh, well, I don't want to be ethnic about it, but here's the problem. Oh boy, yep. you got um, you got 40 year old white women who are 80 driving, and then you got a bunch of kids who grew up in the Dominican who have the time of their life driving 97, <laughs> and when that doesn't work. 
know. It's a bad nobody mix. Goes six, nobody goes 65. They either go 90 or 40. That's the problem. <laughs> too much diversity. Huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> too much diversity. <laughs> and you know what is really funny? I'm 72 years old now. Get off and I my spend life. half my life screaming, you old son of a... <laughs> these people. And then I realize they're, I'm older than they are. The ones that I'm screaming at. <laughs> Make the light, you old... <laughs> Oh, the there's light. nothing worse. There's <laughs> nothing <laughs> worse. <laughs> Let's go, Grandpa. I'm younger than you. Yeah. <laughs> the LeSueur County Sheriff's Department reports it's investigating a series of burglaries that took place early Sunday at Elysian Bars. A suspect or suspects believed to have broken into Fisher's Corner Bar, the Thirsty Beaver Bar. Not the Thirsty, thirsty Beaver. Beaver! The Beave? Oh, the beave, yeah. I was on a softball team sponsored by that bar. <laughs> and Tucker's Tavern. Wow. Uh, no word on damage to the establishments or what was taken. If you have any info, you are asked to call the Lasour County Sheriff's Department. Rookie, you're, you think I'm joking, don't you? I, I do. I was on a softball so? team sponsored by the Thirsty Beaver. Oh. Great underrated <laughs> lake area of Minnesota. I 100% right, agree right with right you. around there. Absolutely. Yeah. There's about three or four of them there. Publisher of a book that questions President Trump's fitness for office said any effort by Mr. Trump to suppress the book would be flagrantly unconstitutional. In a letter to company employees today and shared with CBS News, McMillan CEO John Sargent wrote that no American court would go along with the president should he sue to have fire and fury inside the Trump White House withdrawn. Of course, they moved the uh, release date up to last Friday anyway. So at this point, uh, the Oprah and there. Trump, let's do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you think it's going to happen? Oh, oh, wouldn't it be great? It'd be fantastic. Because how can he, you know, you know damn well he'd call her fat in a tweet or something, and that would be it, you know. Right. It would be political suicide. <laughs> I did well, see a, a clip today on one of the uh, news stations where uh, I believe it was about 10 years ago he was on a talk show, and they said, if you ran for president, who could be your running mate? He goes, well, what about Oprah? She's, <laughs> which I thought was kind well, of interesting. Well, then the, the picture of Oprah kiss, giving uh, Harvey Weinstein a peck on the cheek is all out there already. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of concert, uh, concerts coming up at the Excel Energy Center for Baby Boobers announced today. Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers on June minute. 15th. Wait a minute. Aren't there some missing members there? Well, Walter Becker, obviously, is dead. So. Yeah. yeah. So how's yeah, that tough to bring work? him back. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. He just really? played a little guitar at the concert. Really? Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be oh. the same band except for Walter. Okay, he, John. Well, he played about six solos, and, and that was it. When Last well, time I saw him. You're a real turncoat. What? what? <laughs> I love Walter. Yeah, Walter was my guy, but you know, well, it'll be fine. They're not Steely Dan without Walter. Well, there would be people that say they're not Steely Dan without the original band, but uh, you know, come on. Uh, 50, who's with, who is with later. them? Doobie Brothers. With, Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers. Okay. Uh, and then the other uh, concert is. Rod I'm not Rod. old enough to be interested in them. And Rod, <laughs> and Rod Stewart will play there on August 15th. Oh, give it up, Rod, for God's sake. Is he going to play, if you want my body and you no. think I'm sexy, come on, baby, let me know. Stewart, is he going to sing that one? Oh, Kenny knows a lot of that. I don't know, but I know now that Patrick should cover that song. <laughs> if you want my body. <laughs> Stewart's tickets go on sale uh, this Friday through Ticketmaster, and uh, Steely Dan tickets go on sale at noon on Friday. Uh, no prices announced. Uh, they should be pr- announced soon. 
I yes, see if pink. you want my body, I am sexy. <laughs> I see Pink is going to sing the national yes, anthem. Mm-hmm. Are we going to have her on a trapeze in the new stadium? That would be fantastic, singing the anthem on a trapeze. <laughs> I don't think uh, that's good. I that's love good Pink. I think Pink is great. Uh, she is performing here that week. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah. One of the Armory concerts? Correct, one, yes. Yeah, yeah somebody used concerts. an interview earlier to try to scam free tickets out of it. One of us did. Yeah, I did. It didn't work, but uh, <laughs> we're still going to keep trying. Good effort, work. Is this, is this it? There it is. Can you lay a few lines on us, Ricey? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Right, let's do it. If you want my body, and you like these pants that I have that are a little too tight. And trousers. Trousers. Yeah, I, got a little, I was over at Hal's buying these at two for one. They, uh, they I miss look, Hal's. You will look shiny on stage for the women. So that's, uh, uh, boys, it's all about the groupies. All about the groupies. How you doing? Anyway, let's, uh, how about this? Let's just go ahead and... Yes, I do want my body. I'm sexy, so let's. Uh, well, you have to at my age. <laughs> All right. Tommy Halpern, who owned uh, Hal's, is one of the great guys of all time. Uh, Hal's, remember Hal's sweater? They would have the nickel, five the nickel five, five cents deal. And that's the second sweater, I, uh, five cents. I only shop at Hermes Haberdashery in downtown St. Paul. Excuse me. No, I, I, I got to give you a Tommy Halpern quote, okay? Okay. I was playing golf with him, and he, he's he's a, he's a hell of a golfer. He had a diabetic problem, and he had like two, two toes amputated. And we were playing with this good pro. Trouble buying and, shoes, huh? And Tommy, Tommy was a... Tommy was a... <laughs> Tommy was a Jewish fella. Okay. Tommy was a Jewish fella. Okay. This is a little ethnic, but I'm just back from vacation. Sure. So they finish the match. He collects his money, and he says, how do you like getting beat by an eight-and-a-half-toed Jew? (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite golf quotes of all time, Tommy Halpert, one of the great guys of all time. some problems with turkeys in a Cleveland suburb. The turkeys will not let the mailman deliver to <laughs> on a two-block area in Cle- a suburb of Cleveland. Do you know what a group of turkeys is called, by the way, fellas? A pack. Yeah, not a gaggle. Nope. It's a rafter. A rafter. A rafter. A rafter. I did not know that. How would they get Cleveland.com reports residents on a number of streets in Rocky River, Ohio, have had to pick up their mail at the post office because the turkeys have created what they're calling unsafe conditions for carriers. A ruckus. Rocky River Mayor Pam Bobst said the problem has persisted for at least three weeks. She said city ordinances don't allow for the turkeys to be eradicated. <laughs> city, city has instead sent, letter, uh, instead sent letters to people asking them to stop putting out bird feed in the hope the turkeys will just go away. U.S. Postal Service spokesperson said some carriers have been pecked at, but none have been injured. I uh, speaking of uh, birds, I just a hawk just came flying by here, going up into the they kind of hang out in the rafters of this bleachers here. Mm-hmm. He had dinner with him. He found something out there in the Was in the field. Kitty cat? It, 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 no, it looked like a mouse, maybe mouse, or something. Yeah. But he, I think he winked at me when he came driving by. He looked like, hey, I got one. He kind of flew right by here. You're next, big boy. <laughs> turn on your mic there, Rook, when you yes, talk. Yeah, okay, yes. I'll try that. Okay, next all right. How do you find a dead cat in Fort Myers? <laughs> Not, Not a problem. problem.
Flor- it surely wasn't a problem in Murray County, I can tell you that. <laughs> Florida authorities are sharing the details of an unusual 911 call on New Year's Eve from a man who said he wanted to report himself drunk driving. <laughs> Come and get me. We're honest down It's here. like Otis and Mayberry. Polk <laughs> County Sheriff's officials said the dispatcher kept him talking while directing officers to the scene. When the dispatcher asked Michael Lester where he was, he replied, I'm too drunk. I don't know where I'm at. When she asked what he'd been doing all night, he said, I don't know, driving around trying to get pulled over, actually. (laughs) Going to the the Bills game. (laughs) (laughs) When asked how they'd find him, he said, well, I'm driving on the wrong side of the road right now. The operator repeatedly urged him to park his truck and wait for officers to find him. Uh, That's not what he did. He finally said, look, you can't miss me. I'm parked in the middle of the road. Deputies said Lester admitted drinking beers and swallowing methamphetamine. Said he hadn't slept for days. The sheriff's office Facebook post said his criminal history included DUI, aggravated battery, and hit and run. Uh, They said uh, on their Facebook page, driving under the influence is a serious crime and not usually funny. However, since nobody was hurt in this case, we couldn't help but laugh out loud. He probably, he just didn't want to go home. That's all it was. No, no. She was waiting for him there with her broom. (laughs) (laughs) she just flew in and i think she's justified uh, considering his behavior yes (laughs) in north dakota my home state authorities say a man wheeled a shopping cart full of stolen merchandise out of a hobby lobby craft store but he was stopped by snow in the parking lot (laughs) police say 22 year old dustin johnson filled up a cart with about four thousand dollars in products at a hobby lobby store in minot on wednesday after the cart got stuck in a snowdrift in the parking lot and tipped over, Johnson ran off. Please say that along with merchandise, unfortunately for him, he left his wallet, which contained his ID with his address. He's How a- about their crack security at the Hobby Lobby? Don't, don't, we, don't we have anybody at the door checking here? No, they don't hear the Hobby Lobbies. They don't have... Uh, they have the counters. So, so you could it. just come in and steal all you want. Sure, huh? you could just wander out. I didn't know what a Hobby Lobby. I've never heard of one. It's uh, kind <laughs> like of a, a Michael's. Little, yeah, kind of a fun little store. crafty store. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably why you've never been inside no, one. No, <laughs> my craft. I'm, I'm, I'm about five years from being a craft right. guy. You <laughs> and the sewing machine just doesn't seem like a good combo. <laughs> the Epiphany celebration in the Portuguese village of Vale de Silgueiro feature a tradition that each year causes an outcry among outsiders. Parents encourage their children, some as young as five, to smoke cigarettes as part okay. of the celebration. Locals, right. locals say they're not sure why they do it. They say the practice has been passed down for centuries as part of the celebration of life tied to Epiphany and the winter solstice, but nobody's sure what it symbolizes or exactly why parents buy the packs of cigarettes for the kids and encourage them to take part. The two-day celebrations, which started this past Friday and ended Saturday with a mass, include dancing around bonfires, a piper playing music, and an elected king who distributes wine and snacks. Legal age to buy tobacco in Portugal is 18, but nothing prohibits parents from giving kids cigarettes, and Portuguese authorities don't intervene to stop the practice. Portugal, like many of European countries, have uh, taken steps to reduce smoking, including a partial ban. Patrick, how indoors. how do you introduce a five year old to smoking? Do you throw him in like you would the dog <laughs> off the end of the dock, yeah. or I, I mean, do you, you put him in gently well, with think... like menthols and Salem's, or do you just you give him a Paul Mall and just you know here you go, kiddo? Oh no, here's how do you what do you this? do. You put a lit a lit cigarette near him and say, "Don't 
touch that. Yeah. Don't touch that. Pretty soon the kid's puffing like crazy. I was thinking blow a lot of smoke rings. Make it look fun and interesting. That's true. That's true. I could never smoke, but that isn't because I didn't want to. <laughs> and it's, hey, hey, I yeah. got to say one thing. I don't think we're going to have time for the Golden Globes today, but they got it right. Three billboards and Lady Bird won the won the uh, rise, won the uh, prizes, and those were the two best movies I saw this last year. So huh. yes, three I billboards. Didn't see either one. Oh, <laughs> Sam Sam Rockwell is worth the price of admission in uh, three, three billboards. billboards. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's great. Hmm. All right, let's come back with a recap and a preview of the ride. All right, uh, we're going to preview the ride here, but I just want to let people know if you are looking for a place to watch the big game tonight, Shamrocks from 6 to 8, the final Dos Equis College viewing party, and you could walk away with a TCL Roku television, 6 to 8, plus we got Hammerschlag and Great Eats and all sorts of fun, 6 to 8, Shamrocks right there on West 7th, so be ready for that. Come on out tonight. Pat, what do you got going for the ride? Uh, what do we have going for the ride? You know what? What? Uh, they uh, set this equipment down here with me. Yeah, you sound good today. And they, they included it's fine. It's working great. They included a clock that uh, cannot be reset, though. Uh, you, you, oh. I think I think I'm going to have to throw it out. Uh, so. Uh, well, hang on there, I'm cowboy. Let's maybe somebody else could work my, on it rather than you I, instead of just I'm throwing it out. My, I'm doing my best here. What do we got coming up on the ride? We yes. got Dave McMenamin. He covers the Cavs for ESPN. We have Rob Demosky. He's going to tell us about Goody's kid being the new GM of the Packers. Ooh. And Ben Gessling on the Vikings and the Saints. And this will all be jammed into one and a half hours because at 530 we're going to Georgia, Alabama. You are packing Five pounds of you-know-what into a yes, two-pound bag. That's huh? right. It'll be action-packed. <laughs> Maybe something a little more pleasant. Five pounds of uh, fine spare ribs into a two-pound package. The ride like is that. next.